Good day, everybody. This is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian. And these are Curious Conversations. Right now, I'm getting Christmas breakfast ready. Uh, so, I figured I would chit-chat with you guys uh, while I'm doing so. Making some pancakes and waffles and bacon chocolate chip style. And so, I am uh, most desirous to talk about uh, Christmas and Santa Claus. And some of the views that go on with this and the conversation about Christmas and whatnot. Uh, especially after, or while I'm in the midst of reading this book called God Rest You Mary by Douglas Wilson, and he poses some points that I never really even considered, and kind of want you guys to consider them. Uh, I thought they were curious enough to be able to be brought onto this show for your enjoyment and part of the point is that uh, there are many ideas about Christmas especially that float around that uh, aren't good they're not not good but they're just assumed and because they're assumed, uh, we don't argue against them, but he argues against them. So one of the points is uh, that we just assume is that uh, Jesus was not born on December 25th. Okay, so Jesus was not born on December 25th. That, that tends especially... Today to be just a given, no doubt. But, and there's a long history of this. I know John Calvin, one of my favorite theologians, uh, he wanted us to celebrate Christmas on just the kind of like the last, the second to last uh, Sunday, so that way it didn't we didn't have an uh, extra day. Um, a lot of it becomes well, we think that Christians simply hijacked a pagan holiday to create Christmas, and so that's how we got Christmas. Uh, one of the things I, you know, they say, well, it's celebrating the winter solstice. Well, the winter solstice is the 21st, not the 25th, so that's five days behind. And then they say, well, there's this holiday here. Okay. Uh, and we can list off holidays. There's probably a dozen holidays that, that pagans celebrate on, the 20, the, on this day of the 25th of December. Uh, the, the question becomes, was there a holiday in the Roman Empire that was popular enough that it would cause... Christians in the Roman Empire 
to hijack it or co-op it in order to uh, bring a bigger following or something. Uh, From what the book was saying and what I heard in an interview especially was that uh, he believes it's actually the Christians who were celebrating uh, the Lord's birth in December. Uh, the exact day is unknown, though we can assume that since we celebrate on the 25th, that they probably celebrated it on the 25th. They're pretty stinging close. And that it caused, in the 3rd century, a uh, one of the emperors... I think an emperor, uh, to create a national holiday called, um, it was a festival to the unknown sun, right? And it was in reference to, uh, the solstice, the solstice going, uh, because of being the winter solstice, sun's as far down as it ever was. And so the idea of the sun that we don't know right now, because it's, it's gone right now, or it's really dark, it's distant. Um, but again, that was the third century and we and Christians were celebrating the incarnation of Christ, uh, long before the second century. So, uh, the question becomes, why is it that, or which came first, who, who co-opted what? And his argument is that he thinks that it was the pagans who co-opted with Christians. And the reason behind it is the same reason why uh, you have Jews who co-opt Hanukkah now with uh, Christmas. It's almost like the Jewish version of Christmas now, even though uh, the Lord Jesus himself celebrated Hanukkah uh, in the Gospel of John, he celebrates Hanukkah, so it's nothing against Hanukkah. You know, it is certainly a holiday that even Christians can uh, celebrate. But my point is that they co-opted it. American and uh, European Jews have often taught their kids that uh, Hanukkah is simply the Jewish version or Jewish. Christmas type of thing. And I think similarly, you know, knowing that tendency in non-Christian realms to seek to comfort their children, to see Christians, Christian children laughing and merrymaking and having a good time opening presents and whatnot, they ask their parents, hey, you know, what gives? Why can't we? You know, why can't we do something like this? And so once Christians became popular enough, and pagans got petty enough, they uh, they decided to make their own holiday type of thing. They start celebrating more, uh, giving an alternative to Christmas, so as to uh, encourage their kids. Now that's the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter is that there was a holiday. Uh, in the second century, created by the Roman Empire to do such things. Uh, the question becomes the interpretation is, uh, was it 
in reaction to Christian celebration of Christmas? We do not know. But, you know, it's fun to still uh, speculate on it. Uh... That being all said, um, even if even if God used pagan holidays, so let's let's assume the um, the common view, which is that Christians uh, co-opted pagan holiday and replaced it with a Christian holiday in a way of uh, unifying the cultures type of thing. Uh, well, I would point out. And Douglas Wilson points this out, and I've heard several pastors point this out. I think even my pastor has said this. Uh, What is wrong with God redeeming pagans? Uh, I believe one of the prophets, I think it's the prophet Isaiah. It may be a prophet Isaiah, Ezekiel, one of those guys, uh, that says that the kings of the nations come to Jerusalem and they bring their treasures with them. Uh, It talks about like the ships of Tarshish coming to the uh, to the the ports with their treasures or whatnot. Uh, I would I would say that one of those treasures would be uh, well our holidays and whatnot. Uh, Many, many things that we hold dear to and so why not uh, you know some of our more enjoyable festivities Uh, also one of the prophets uh, even the Psalms uh, refer to stuff like this talking about how there will be a day where the old gods will be forgotten Uh, Thursday is Thor's day Wednesday is Woden's Day. Uh, Sunday is the Sun's Day. Monday is the Moon's Day. Uh, there are pagan practices, pagan traditions that are in the midst of our culture, but we don't think nothing of them because why? We have forgotten those gods, and rightly so. You know, goodbye. But uh, only, only mention it because. No, we don't get upset when uh, God has redeemed the days and the people in those days, but then we get upset about uh, specific days in the midst of it, the midst of the years, in, in the midst of the days, in the midst of the seasons. Uh, I also like and you, you see in an argument for what uh, a good argument for why you know we Christians co-opting pagan holidays so as to uh, you know, do the same thing that pagans do with Christian holidays you see uh, during Halloween which is an expressly pagan holiday for the most part uh, what do we do we uh, create Harvest Day or we create uh, Reformation Day which, mind you, Reformation you know, Reformation did get started about that time, so uh, definitely not going to get upset about that. 
but the point is, is that Christians, uh, Bible focused Christians, uh, conservative Christians have done such things and we shouldn't belittle our uh, brothers and sisters who have done such things. But if you want to, instead of celebrating Halloween, celebrate Reformation Day, but still do similar things and maybe even go trick-or-treating and stuff like that, then by all means. And tell you what, I can't remember what the pagan roots were of Halloween at all. Uh, we used to know. Uh, back, our ancestors definitely knew. The ones who invented it knew. Uh, there may be a handful of people who know the true history of Halloween and whatnot. But in the main, we have long forgotten the gods of old. And I think that this is uh, a most glorious thing. Uh, one of the uh, thing, one of the glorious side effects when the knowledge of the Lord covers the earth as the waters cover the sea, as Isaiah and I believe Habakkuk prophesy, is uh, the when the knowledge of the Lord covers the earth, the knowledge of the gods wash away. Uh, it wasn't much longer to uh, St. Augustine in the 4th century, I believe, uh, where pagan gods became almost a distant part of history. Right? Uh, cynicism had flushed into the Roman world, as far as the Romans' gods were concerned, uh, ignorance overwhelmed the worship of the Roman gods, and I believe part of that in in Augustine's treatise of the City of God, uh, he touches on much on that where uh, God's word, God, the knowledge of the Lord is going forth, so we should expect the knowledge of these devils, these false gods, will uh, perish. Uh, we will forget about um, them. And rightly so. They will go into the ash heap of history. And we should, as Christians, welcome such, uh, such things. We shouldn't be upset about uh, the loss of knowledge of false gods at all. Uh, we don't remember Baal, the Baal worshipping that happened. That was the most prevalent. Uh, I one of my one of my favorite things about the history of Baal worship is uh, the most fatal blow. So, uh, backstory: uh, God had been fighting against the pantheon of Baal for a millennia. Uh, or more, actually more, uh, God's people had been battling against uh, the pantheon of Baal for nearly 1,500 years. And then God used a Rome in 60 BC to put to salt, to destroy 
demolish and put to salt the city of Carthage, the gem of Baal worship, the prince of Baal worship. It was the largest, most powerful city as far as Baal worship was concerned. It was an odious cult of death and stench and destruction, human sacrifice, and very smart people, uh, very rational people who killed their babies by the thousands. Uh, there is somewhat of a resurgence, I would argue, uh, in our day of Baal worship, where we have uh, abortion is the new th is the new human sacrifice. Uh, in the name of prosperity, in the name of convenience, in the name of let, let me sacrifice my baby to Baal. Ugh. Time for the waffles. Uh, so, but, so when we get into Christmas. There are many Christians and many pagans alike that both like and dislike Christmas. I'm on the side of those who like it. My father-in-law is of those who are not fans, uh, but he plays along for the kids, which is fine. Uh, I absolutely love Christmas. Something I didn't quite touch on. I touched on it a bit when I talked about Halloween. But one of the biggest points that made me absolutely agree with uh, Douglas Wilson's view when it comes to Christmas is simply uh, humans in general. We as humans in general love to have set holy days holidays in our calendar and Christians should opt for uh, Christian holy days or holidays to have off uh, if you turn to I think it's Leviticus 23 let me turn to it in fact so that I can make sure I'm right. Uh, Leviticus 23. It talks about the Feast of the Lord. And it lists off different holidays that are put in place. And one of them is the Sabbath, the seventh day um, in the Old Covenant, now the first day in the New Covenant. And those are expressly days where you take off and have feasts, you too. Uh, rejoice and be glad in the Lord you to have fun, have merriment drink strong drinks uh, have people over and all that uh, my family, we do similar things, we love to have people over on Sundays uh, love to have people over to eat feast, laugh fight, argue uh, and here on Christmas uh, is one of our holy days in Christendom and in our 
Christian spirit, we do all those things. Right now, I'm cooking breakfast for my family, but after that, we're making four young chickens. Uh, I'm making Nigerian fried rice. I am, or we're cooking all kinds of things mashed potatoes, uh, cracked potatoes, glazed carrot sticks, uh, just all the good things. Why? Because it's the most holy day unto the Lord. And this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, so, I, I do appreciate you guys listening in today. Well, Merry Christmas. Uh, I, if you're feeling blue, I hope this cheered you up. If you are having a good day, I hope this made you better. If you're having a rough Christmas, if you're having a rough day, I suggest you listen to my last episode on The Raven. Uh, and I hope that cheers you up. Alright, God bless you guys. Take care, and I hope to talk to you again uh, in the future. Uh, enjoy the conversation. Drink your coffee. Come to Jesus and talk to you soon. God bless.